0: ba da ba doo Wow, that was really good. ba ba I didn't mean to do it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place
0: on earth. Don't waste time with your friends when you're done. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during a vacation? You'll enjoy the unusual electrifying magic. Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. There's vacation fun for everyone at Disneyland. More fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest
1: place on Earth. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bobsleds and Banthas, the podcast that talks about Disneyland and Star Wars and everything else that the Disney company owns. I'm your host, Scott. And with me is my fabulous and beautiful co-host, Aaron. Wow, beautiful Aaron.
0: co-host.
1: Yeah, Aaron, yeah, we're, we're
0: not doing last names. I thought we were doing Scott Storm because I came up with a, a last name as well. Are, are you Aaron Anvil? I love no, it. No, no, no. I'm Aaron Absolute Humidity. <laughs> Absolute what? Humidity. Humidity. I thought we were supposed to have weather-related last names because you're Scott Storm. I'm Aaron Absolute Humidity.
1: I, I like that. I like that. It what rolls percentage? Off the tongue yeah it, it's a real it's a it's it's very um uh, very smooth very smooth should Thank we try you. should we keep going or should yes. we try this no again? that was I'm a great intro this. you're it scott was? i'm
0: aaron yeah and this is uh bob slubs and banthos a disneyland and star wars podcast what's happening scott What what's your oh. week been like what do we what do we do how do we get into it? we got show notes news bites it looks like lots. this to talk is a about.
1: this is a highly professional podcast that we've got here today um you know our first show of course was recorded face to face yeah um and we have uh i don't know if you want to consider this an upgrade or a downgrade but at this point it's uh to thanks say. to thanks to our friend the coronavirus yep. we are now having to do this remotely you have a couch
0: fort going on and i'm just in front of a wood wall
1: your uh i was going to say the background that i'm viewing right now is is fashionable and, uh, and enviable because as you have noted, I have just, I have a quilt draped behind me. You sure do. Yeah. And I hope to, to, to block some of the sound that's coming from the cavernous room that I'm recording from right now.
0: And I have skateboards and a star Wars shirt.
1: So I win. Oh, Oh, uh, that's speaking of which I scored, let me tell you my score. Oh, wow. I scored. I don't know if you know this last year, Levi's, and Star Wars they made a they had a partnership together they no way. Produ- they Star Wars uh, Star Wars branded Levi's yeah. merchandise hmm. and uh, i just i just learned this this past week and i managed to score the last Darth Vader denim jacket oh, uh, wow. from Macy's like like i know it was the last one because i placed my order and then i went onto the website later that day and they said they were all sold out
0: w- what does it look like what is this? just a jean jacket with Darth Vader on the back or whatever uh,
1: yeah, black denim, black denim jacket with a uh, red Star Wars logo over, the, uh, over the heart. Okay. Darth denim, yeah. And then the back is like a, a screen print applique okay. of a classic Darth Vader pose.
0: Okay. Nice. What else did they do? I feel like they needed to have better names than just Darth Vader jacket. Like They had a couple Sith, different- Sith of the denim, denim Sith, uh, acid washed. Dark Lord.
1: The, yeah, revenge of the acid wash. Yeah. Um, they definitely had um, that was that was the, you know. Listen, I'm I'm an older gentleman. Okay, no, I, you're young. I, I I can't rock the fashionable denim like I, I once could. Um, so I, I'm not going to be able to wear the uh, Star Wars space battle patterned denim jacket and jeans that you could buy the the full as I call it the Canadian tuxedo. Okay. Of the the matching denim denim jacket and denim <laughs> denim pants. I like it. So let's get into it. Okay. I mean, other than other than working from home uh, on a full time basis at this point, uh, how are you? How are you holding up under the uh, the whole coronavirus thing? I mean, we'll get we'll probably get into it later in the show, but just uh, in terms of pleasantries, how are you holding up?
0: I think that. There is enough work for me to do that uh, I stay busy thinking about that and not actually processing what's happening like at grocery stores and all that kind of stuff. Luckily, yeah. my, my wife processes all that and I just process video video meetings. So I'm staying busy and distracted. And-
1: no shortage of video meetings in that as well. I cannot believe the number of video chats I've had over the past two weeks.
0: I feel like I need to mix it up every chat, every video chat I go into. I feel like I need to have a different background, a different shirt on, like a different hairstyle. I feel really bad when I show up and I'm just like, hey, remember when you saw me half an hour ago? Nothing's changed. I have no entertainment value, nothing. I've, I haven't done anything interesting since then. I just I feel that there's that Disney part of it where you want to like, you know, have a good theme, a good cue. My, I was gonna say
1: you f- you feel like you need a costume change. I do, yeah. That's why these words
0: behind me change every week. Yeah.
1: Have you had the experience? I've had this multiple this the experience multiple times uh, where somebody is doing the Zoom meeting with the virtual background. Yes. Uh, like, like it's like it's the first time anybody's ever seen it before. Yeah. yeah.
0: The uh, yeah. Like there's the island one, which seems a little tone deaf. Where it's like <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm on vacation. <laughs> there's lots of people sick, but I'm uh, I'm in Hawaii or yeah, or the Golden
1: Gate Bridge. Yeah, that one. Like, oh yeah, we're just. Uh, well, everything's okay here in sunny San Francisco. Yeah, they said don't go outside, but I started to take a video call
0: outside in Chrissy Field or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because uh, I feel like anybody who does that, there's just this like knowing acknowledgement. When you see them show up, they're like, yeah, check out this thing behind you. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like 20 <laughs> other people on the call that have yeah, the, the same exact <laughs> same background. Yeah,
0: and their face always does this weird uh, uh, Agent Smith matrix thing in it where it kind of pulls the cheeks <laughs> yep. a little bit and it's like...
1: Yeah, or or they turn their head and half their face becomes the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah,
0: yeah. Fun. This yeah. is uh, new new work day, Connor. This is the new water cooler talk right here. It's like, what do you think about that green screen?
1: <laughs> huh? That's right. That's right. Just Kathy with like her
0: green screen. She's so terrible. The lighting is all messed up. Uh, I saw
1: your blue lighting in a meeting that we had earlier this week, and I in my mind I could not remark uh, unre- I could not remark on it uh, publicly, but in my mind I thought. Dang, man, he's got some really good lighting going on. Yeah, I well, have a light I had bar. Right
0: now. There's a light bar, but, yeah. but also it's a dark light, so you can't probably see this. But this actually, you know, it's like you're going through uh, Pinocchio or uh, something, Snow White in here because it is it is a black light. Sorry, not a dark light.
1: Yeah, and at the at the end of the video call, you get crushed by a giant uh, rock.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, or a yeah. train.
1: Yeah, whichever, or any any number of uh, of fantasyland dark ride deaths that you could experience. <laughs>
0: Man, that Mr. Toad's is rough. Does that stay uh, in there forever. I know this isn't an official show note, but the hell room in Mr. Toad's—that's you
1: can't remove it has that, to, right? Right? It's, it's classic. You can't take that it's, out. It's classic. They already took it out of Florida. I mean, it's you know, uh, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is now where Mr. Toad's used to be and uh and frankly i think there'd be a riot if it happened at disneyland it is a classic it's a
0: classic it's a classic scene but every time you go through that with your kids and they're like hey wh- what's going why is it smelling here and is it really hot and i'm like oh this is hell
1: and they're like oh yeah. you're like well let me just break down the story that you're on right now uh you're driving wildly through a town uh, so wildly uh, partially because probably you've been drinking uh <laughs> based probably. on the fact that you've gone through a tavern what's up with this ride you you turn down a, a tunnel uh, only to be struck by a train to end up in hell yeah uh and that's where you end for the rest of your days yeah, fantasy uh, land kids it's great that's right that's right go get a churro um it it does uh but if they ever took that away yeah let's, let's be honest if they ever took that away it'd be monumental uh, protests
0: how are you doing you asked me how i was doing how are you doing
1: you know, um, everything is on its head right now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. the it, it's it feels cliche to say the world has changed, but I'll say it for the 8 millionth time. I mean, the world has changed, I don't think forever necessarily, but it's certainly changed right now. Um, and I have said there's a lot of blessings in this time. I mean, the truth of the matter is, is I've, I've got to see my kids more often right. in the past two weeks than I have in a long time. We have fun together. We go on walks together. I mean, things are good. Yeah, they um, are. I am fortunate, like you, to have a stable job where we are able to do work and do work remotely. Um, my you know my heart goes out to all of the all of the people and maybe even some of our listeners that are struggling with that right now to not be able to have that same type of stability and uh, and you know it it's one of those times where you just go, you count your blessings, right? Like yeah. this is a good thing. I am healthy, my family is healthy. I have a stable job, uh, and who cares if i uh, you know if I can't get out to the movie theater right now,
0: yeah. Well, let's take it into some of uh, the news things, because some of them are it seems like they're related to the current situation. Disneyland, when we recorded this, still closed. They're using the big, scary word uh, indefinitely. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I guess that loosely translates to the foreseeable future.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's all All theme park parks in the United States. You could not ride a roller coaster right now if you wanted to. Uh,
1: I think that goes for the entire world at this point, right? Think of a world.
0: There's not a, th- uh, a single theme park open. And this sounds like a, like a narrative of a book, uh, or, or like a DreamWorks movie. Disney would never uh, do this movie, but DreamWorks would yeah, do. That, the last Dreamworks theme park on that. Earth.
1: That's right. Get into some news bites, Mr. Storm. So, uh, Disneyland, uh, get this, Aaron, what? Disneyland, uh, you are familiar with the fact that they were donating, uh, excess food, right? Uh, i heard something second about harvest that. Food yep. Bank.
0: Yep. I wondered what yep. they were going to do with all, all,
1: well, yeah, I mean, they, they have a bunch of perishable food, uh, that they prepare ahead of time and you know, they're not doing anything with it. So, so they've been giving it to second harvest food bank, uh, yeah. in orange County. I
0: don't mean to laugh, uh, but could you imagine getting
1: donated a foot long corn dog and just be like, I mean... I, it's what we had. I, I'm thinking like, are they Giant be turkey legs. I mean it's 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 wonderful enough that they're donating that food, but what if they were donating it in the in the themed packaging yeah, that it yeah, came we in? We had right? the like, packaging I'm, too. Like, here's your cozy cone.
0: Yeah. I would love it. This is like the best It'd be day great. ever. Yeah.
1: Here's another Mickey Bar. Yeah. I mean, uh You have to get rid know, of them. It, it, yeah, you gotta get rid of them. Quit. So why not? Eat the ears off. Um uh, what in addition to that, uh Disney was um so uh, you know, well. I'll just I'll just I'll just say the blurb. Okay. In addition to that, Disney it was is donating 150 thousand rain ponchos to a uh, humanitarian aid organization called MedShare, uh, and the purpose of that is to distribute those ponchos for for um, for hospital workers uh, and nurses that are in need of those. Um, and and Disney Parks wrote on, in a blog post that the idea was inspired by nurses across the country who inventively found that rain ponchos could be an excellent way to protect their clothing and prolong the use of uh, personal protective equipment while also freeing up gowns while needed. I think this is awesome. Um, I, I think it's really, really cool. I think this came out of Florida. I don't, uh, I'm, I'm curious to get your take on this. How much like are ponchos it. a thing down in Disneyland? Because in Disney World, I'll tell you, it is, uh, I mean, it's an industry all of itself. Well,
0: thank you for asking, Scott Storm. I'll tell you this, the uh, the, the Disneyland poncho is is it's definitely it's flawed it has a major flaw and here's the thing here's my thing with ponchos first of all i think this is great great news story i'm all for 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 donating the ponchos i think that's wonderful uh but here's my problem with the ponchos. They're they're strictly for rain, right? Not for going on rides. You you, you don't right, go on right. uh, Grizzly River Run. You don't go on Splash Mountain. You don't go on any water ride and expect to stay dry because the 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 poncho has no diaper component. If Disney were smart, they would sell bottoms <laughs> for it that you slipped over because all of those rides you get wet from the from the the, the ankles up.
1: If you will. like a plastic singlet, is that what you mean? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, so that's my problem with the poncho is that you know if it's raining. I get that. You can go hide out. I don't know if you're going to be walking around in the rain a lot, but I see a lot of people buying them for Grizzly River Run in California Adventure, and they do not help because that comes straight up the middle.
1: Yeah, you're right, because the ch- the challenge in those rides is not the water coming down. It's the water coming yep, up. Yeah,
0: they need to sell a diaper component, and then Disney would be in business. <laughs> that's That's my opinion. And-
1: Maybe... Uh, here's the idea uh disney feel free to send uh, the royalty checks over to to aaron and scott maybe the poncho and diaper and they snap together yep. not on like the sides of the poncho snap together so you could just wear the diaper on a on a normal day yep. you, you know that way you're not sitting in that uh, in that wet splash mountain bench yep uh and uh and you go for your ride and and maybe for that matter just make some waders this, right just absolutely right over your feet this is they me on the uh,
0: on a little bit on Pirates of the Caribbean, definitely on Splash Mountain. In this scenario, I'm uh, I'm I'm all alone, and so there's just the ride operator there. I'm all alone. I walk up to get on the ride. There's nobody behind me. the The log comes in right away. I'm looking at it and judging how wet it is, and I'm just like, yeah. no, let it go. Next one, no, let it go. Next one on nope. Splash Mountain every car you're gonna get in a wet car on pirates yeah you're wet you're wet the second
1: you get seated. yeah
0: yeah you <laughs> sometimes that's the, the wettest you get yeah pirates yeah it's a little different you can get a dry seat and if it's a wet seat I'm like uh, is this boat weighted properly like so yeah I've, I've found ways to make sure that I stay dry on pirates
1: well see in in Florida um the poncho the poncho situation in Florida is uh, completely off the hook I mean it's bananas what does that mean because well, you know, in Florida, it literally rains every single day. Right, right, at, right. right. Uh, for forty-five minutes, right? It, it it rains like a prehistoric thunderstorm. That's just a for thing you find to accept. At some point during the day, wow. right? Yeah. And so, um, when that happens, right before it happens, what will happen is it's beautiful blue skies. Right? You're like, oh, Florida, sunny Florida vacation, and then all of a sudden, in a matter of seconds these horribly dark, scary rain clouds just roll in, just, just like storm in over you. And while you're looking at the clouds rolling in, somehow every single kiosk at Disney World puts out ponchos. Hmm, it's, yeah, it's they've been it, trained. It as, Yeah, it is as if like it's Disney magic in and of itself yeah. because the ponchos were not there. You are distracted for a moment and the next time you look, boom, ponchos are there. Yeah. And then everybody buys them at whatever ungodly amount they are, uh, they wear them for 15 minutes, yep. and then uh, the rain goes away, and everybody's still wearing their ponchos, but now because you're in uh, high humidity, uh, air high humidity, yep. or max, maximum humidity. Absolute
0: humidity. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be an alliteration. Air in absolute humidity.
1: Right. Aaron. absolute humidity. What, because you are now in the vicinity of that, uh, of your presence, Aaron. absolute humidity, yep. um, and because Florida is a swamp... Uh, it immediately becomes steamy oh, and then like everybody's it. just like horribly sweating yeah. just because they have plastic stuck to their bodies, they've been rained on, but they don't want to take their ponchos off because it's still sort of wet and humid. Yeah. It's a mess. But then they mess. feel like they feel
0: like they sweated off a couple of pounds and they're still like, I feel I feel like we could eat again. Like it was just yeah, raining. Exactly. Yep. I was We're doing re- some ready dashing around to try to stay dry. I sweat it a lot. They're like a sweatsuit. You know, I feel like I could get a corn dog.
1: Oh yeah. I think now's a perfect time for funnel cake. Yes.
0: Next item. What do you got?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I've been talking for a while. What do you got?
0: No, no, I'm going off your show notes, man. This is very interesting stuff. Let's talk about <laughs> okay. Disney streaming the Magic Happens Parade and your general take on what a theme park or a company like Disney that owns a theme park but cannot have people in their theme park. What do you do on YouTube? What do you do out in the world to bring people into your theme park? Because uh, certainly YouTube has answered this question for us through SoCal Attractions three hundred and sixty and ride throughs yeah. and all this stuff. But what's the right thing to do for a company like that?
1: I mean, you know they're they're making the Magic Happens Parade available on their YouTube channel. What does that mean? Uh, it just a just the co- goes
0: by and you just watch it.
1: No, I think it's a, uh, well, I'm talking about this without actually having seen it. I mean, it's, it's, it is the 25 minute parade. Okay. So, I mean, you get to see the entire, the parade in its entirety. From professionally a fixed location.
0: shot. Okay. So there, there, there's multiple camera angles and.
1: Yeah. It's not it's just, fully it's produced. not just somebody, you know, holding their iPhone up. I mean, it's, it's professionally, it's probably, honestly, it's probably B-roll that they shot uh, in, in promo for the, for the parade itself. Right. But uh, you can watch the whole thing now and uh, you know, you're the content creator uh, but if you, if you're trying to, if you're trying to keep your brand front and center of people and if, uh, the, the largest, certainly the flagship part of your brand, if, 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 your brand is in getting people to theme parks and getting people into movie theaters, uh, you are sort of hard up right? right now. And so I think making this available is it's good. I mean, it's, uh, I have not seen the magic happens parade yet. Have you, did you get a chance to see it? Nope. Are you, are you a parades person?
0: Uh, reluctantly. I have most of my Disney life, which is going on for 40 years. I mean, I'm older than 40, but I've been going to the parks and remembering them for 40 years. Uh, I've been very parade reluctant. I'm like, Hey, uh, you're blocking everything out. I can't get over to Tom Sawyer's Island. I can't move around. I don't understand what's happening. I can obviously Uh see that they're hooked into the rides. Where's the sense of adventure and danger? Let, let Mickey unhook. And if he falls off, (laughs) This is real life. So I, I've, I've historically been very against parades, but uh, I saw the one with Mary Poppins at the end and she rides a carousel thing and uh, yeah. I, that kind of won me over there. I was like, oh, that's that's neat. I liked that parade.
1: Does it feel like, uh, it sounds like what you're saying is that it feels almost like an impediment to you to getting toward attra- getting to attractions. Like, it is. get this parade out of my way. I'm trying to cross the hub right now.
0: Yeah, I, ha- I had a day planned out and I don't want to wait for 40 minutes to get my spot on the concrete. And then I don't want to watch the thing for 25 minutes and then kind of have five minutes of wrap up. Cause that's like an hour, hour and a half of my day. And I just, I, I, like to, I like to take them in in passing and like the best thing for me is you're on the Matterhorn sun's, you know, the sun's going down and there's a parade going by and I watch a little bit of the parade while on the Matterhorn. Like that's better to me than, than on the concrete. I am. Um, what do you think? Well,
1: I will take the contrary opinion. Okay. Uh, in part, I love I love a parade. Okay. I love a parade. I mean I I love theme. I love a parade. Nobody has parades like uh like Disney does. I say that of course because uh I'm I'm biased. I mean one of the one of the main things I did while I worked for uh for Disney was parades. So you were in that my life yeah, my life was the three o'clock parade. Uh, down Main Street and uh, followed by the 9 o'clock, you know, 9 o'clock uh, electrolyte parade. I mean, uh, Spectrum Magic Parade, the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. Ladies uh, and gentlemen, so, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what I did. <laughs> so were you, so wait, wait, I, are you allowed
0: to say what you did in these parades? Or did you ever get to work the crowd, like, up close?
1: I was, uh, you know, I was a character performer, and uh and sometimes that involved being a character performer that could speak and being a character performer that couldn't speak. Okay. And uh and of course I had the most fun when I was a character performer that couldn't speak. Yeah. Uh one that uh held a glass slipper at times okay. and another one that held a magic lamp at so times. You're the, so you you were
0: that guy in that movie that was drinking fruit punch out of a glass slipper. I don't remember what his that's name That's
1: right. You yep, have just slurping it down. Yeah. That's Uncle right. Uncle
0: Joe, I think. <laughs> Prince Uncle Joe. That's right.
1: I was face Uncle Joe, yeah. yes. Uh, people would come up and say, uh, "Who are you? Why are you coming near me? I don't want a picture yeah. with
0: you." But I think and I'd there's... say oh,
1: everybody wants a picture with Uncle Joe.
0: <laughs> I think those people are part of the parade—the the ones that are on the ground interacting with guests. Uh, I don't know. That's to to me sometimes at Disney, it's it's those people that that are no offense to princes and princesses, but it's sometimes the squires and and the handmaidens, the commoners, the commoners. Yeah, yeah mean, they really the do sell the magic. Yes. And I have two. I've had two super magical experiences at Disneyland that were uh, I don't know what you say propagated by by lower celebrities not princesses.
1: Well, there's definitely a strata there, Aaron. Okay. Let's be real clear here, okay? <laughs> there are the people it. that ride on the float and the people that walk next <laughs> to the right. float. And I and uh, thank you very you much, but writer. I would never I wouldn't be caught dead walking no, next to a float. Of course not.
0: <laughs> Scott float rider. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, but I do, I I do like the fact that they have this parade that's available. I mean, I, I love the parade. I, one of the things that I uh, love with my kids is, uh, is on Christmas morning watching the Christmas parade, you know, when it's it's televised on ABC. Um, again, I, that was something that I personally did. Yeah. So I, loved, I love watching that. So I like the fact that they make this available on YouTube. Um,
0: I'm going back to my, you know, my lower celebrity story. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to take my earphones off. I'm going to tell you a story. Then you're going to react to my story because this is what Disney magic is. We look for these experiences there that symbolize when we say Disney's magic, people go, what do you mean? This is what I mean. Are you ready? I'm listening. Okay. So, uh,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm praying for a clear connection on okay. this because I really well, want to do this Raise your hand up for something story. if
0: it goes bad. Go like, hey, it's terrible. But we were at uh, the fantasy land Theater, you know, by the Toontown train stop, you know, where that, uh, y- you know, they do that Mickey's Magical Book thing there, right by S- yeah, It's sure. a Small World. Sure. And before that, they have uh, they have some, some crowd warming up people, some just like, you know, squires and handmaidens, and they're down in front of the stage. And my daughter is, I don't know, she's maybe eight or nine at the time, maybe seven, I don't know. And they call yeah. her down, like come sit with come sit with me. You're gonna sit with me for the whole production. Like you you stay here next to me, and and we'll talk and hang out and we'll watch the thing together. And I was like, oh, that's cool that they do that. And so this, sure. this she's not a princess; she's just a cast member that has you know whatever. She's hanging out with my she's daughter. She's trying
1: to make magic, Aaron. She's trying to make magic.
0: They're sitting out there. And, uh, and so we're, we're kind of behind them. And she's asking questions about the fantasy land and all this stuff. And my daughter's just really engaging with this this non-princess character. And she looks at her <laughs> and she goes, so tell me, you know, what, who's your favorite princess? And my daughter goes, you are. And she goes, oh, I'm not a princess. And she goes like, you know, in, in my book, you are. And I was just like, that's the sweetest <laughs> thing in the whole, whole <laughs> world.
1: Just trying to throw a bone here.
0: Yeah, and it's just those moments in Disneyland where it's a not a named character that's just there, you know, that, that has just a small role. Uh, she had such close interactions, such great questions for my daughter that that was what the magic was. It didn't matter about Cinderella or Snow White or anything else. It was about that interaction right there. And in my daughter's mind, that girl was a princess, not any of the. I other love ones. that.
1: I'm sure I they're all that.
0: princesses too, but that that girl was a princess.
1: I- well, I, I love that one because it just shows, uh, again, it shows like the level of guest service yeah. there, right? The level of, of interactivity with guests and the, and the way that even the commoners uh, can have an effect on a little girl. <laughs> Isn't that uh, nice? I mean, I, you know, I, I could only imagine the response that your daughter would have had once she actually met a real right, princess. Right.
0: Uh-huh. So <laughs> it's nice that they allow that to happen on commoner day when they're allowed out of the dungeons. Yeah.
1: I'm sure that that cast member was uh, summarily dismissed uh, after that event uh, because you don't want, I'll tell you what, you don't want to cross a Cinderella, that's <laughs> it's, for sure. You it's don't pretty want dark. Huh? You 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 don't want that getting back to the to Cinderella that day that uh, that a little girl mistook uh, her uh, her commoner, her yeah. squire, her lady in waiting for. A she princess. had like a little
0: autograph yeah. book, and she's like, "Can you sign this?" And she looked around. She's like, "I'm not
1: supposed to, but uh, I'm not yeah. supposed to. Let me to. let me throw something. This is going to cost me my job. What are you doing, kid? <laughs> You're going to get me fired. <laughs> I don't sign. <laughs> I don't." S- I mean, you don't want trust me, you don't want my signature and I can't give it to you. I don't want to yep. give it to you. Um That's mad. Yeah, no the 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 parades like just the parade interaction is great. Yeah. And yes, uh, you know, I get it. I get that some people are not into it, some people are there, it's an impediment to getting onto the attractions. Yeah. Some people are there to enjoy it. Um I just like the fact that, hey, listen, uh if we can't get on attractions now because we can't even get through the the yeah. gate. At least we can watch the parade. Um, and, and little plug for you, Aaron Hit Robbins. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me try that again. Little plug for you, uh, Aaron. Absolute humidity. Absolute humidity. <laughs> um, uh, the There are other parades, of course, available on YouTube, not nearly as slickly produced as the Magic Happens Parade. But if you wanted to look for, say, the Remember the Magic Parade from uh, the Magic Kingdom or the 100 Years of Magic Parade uh, in, in the Magic Kingdom, I'm saying you may, you may see somebody that you recognize. I'm just, really? I'm just putting that out there. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Dang. Consider the, that done.
1: W- let me tell you a true story. Uh, one day I was uh, on the Googs, right? Mm-hmm. I was going through the Googs uh, looking at images of Disney parades. And I came across a, uh, I came across a picture of Aladdin in the parade. Yeah. And I was looking at that picture and I'm like, man, like that's Aladdin. Yeah. Right, we know that's Aladdin. Totally is. But I'm like, I recognize that. That looks like more than Aladdin to me. Who does that remind me of, other than Aladdin? And I called my wife over, and I was like, "Man, who does that look like?" And she looked at it, and she's like, "That's you." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you're me. right. That is me." <laughs> I had I had found myself on the internet yeah. uh, completely by accident.
0: I've, I've never had that experience. I only so, find myself so on bizarre. purpose on the internet.
1: I really do feel like if there's any chemistry that is, uh, that is acquired through this recording, we're set. it is, uh, it's, we're set. Like if we can get through this. Us, this is a show. Yeah.
0: We can get through anything. If we can get through, Absolutely. uh, terrible hangouts poor video quality you look like you look like you're <laughs> robbing the house that you're currently in like you look like you broke into that home and you're hiding out doing a podcast until the cops come <laughs>
1: i broke into this yeah. house and i found all this recording <laughs> yeah. equipment and now i decided to do a podcast yeah. let's keep it down because i'm gonna wake up the people that are sleeping yeah, so in the nice. next room
0: and then when the cops come they'll be like hey are you robbing this place and you're like no i'm podcasting and they're like Shh, Ooh.
1: i'm trying to i'm trying to dampen sound <laughs> what's wrong with you
0: yeah but you do look like a burglar oh my
1: gosh <laughs> aladdin oh my gosh what do did you know you see what i did um there? I did. That's a, that's a full circle. That was that's a full like, circle. That's, that's exact. If you could, if you could pull that off at the end of the show, boom, yeah. mm. bene. that's what I say about wow. that. Hey, Aaron, let me ask you a question. Okay. You, Scott, go ahead. Storm do you storm on in here you with familiar? a question? I, well, let me, I'm about to ask okay. it. if you stop stepping on my, i stop stepping on my segue or my intro. Sorry about that. I can ask that question. <laughs> it's quite all right. But hey, Aaron, I have a question for okay. you. <laughs> are you familiar with the uh, actor, Michael Bain?
0: Oh, you mean the person that was in Terminator, Aliens, Tombstone, and other 80s greats? Uh,
1: yes. Other than what is written in our oh, show oh. notes, are you aware of who <laughs> Not he is? really, no. Really? No, I, uh-uh. Sorry. Okay.
0: Um, Let me tell you the movies so, that are listed here are the ones I like. Terminator 2, obviously. Okay. Aliens. Terminator. Yes, Tombstone. He plays... Uh, okay, keep going.
1: Terminator, uh, Kyle Reese, right? The guy who fights Schwarzenegger in the first movie. Okay. So he's right so he is he plays kyle reese comes back from the future falls in love with sarah Connor. sarah connor uh is the father of john connor right are you are you, are you uh, familiar yes. with yeah. oh, at yeah. least the character that i'm talking yes, about? yes i am okay aliens are you familiar with alien more so than terminator okay uh hicks he's the like the leader of the space yeah minds. okay <laughs> uh and tombstone he plays John ringo Oh, Johnny Ringo, yeah. you look like somebody just walked over your grave. You had me at hit. That's Hicks. my terrible Val Kilmer Doc Holiday impersonation.
0: It was average. It was okay. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Cut yourself I some slack. I wasn't planning man. on doing it. There's a pandemic I mean, going I'll on. It we're all remote working. Cut yourself some slack.
1: Johnny Ringo, hold <laughs> on. Here, i to get, get this guy. Here we go. Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just. <laughs> That's good. Hold on. I, I got to get into it. I'm your Huckleberry
0: if you guys can see what the eyes look look like the eyes 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 make it all over your grave good uh did you did you want to do a hicks line from aliens or you feel okay
1: i feel like maybe you i mean i feel like the fact that you don't know who he is is really this is just a news story for Uh, me but i I like i mean hicks is the
0: guy where he shows her the the pulse rifle and he goes you feel the weight on that and she goes show me everything and he's like everything and we're like are we still talking about guns that's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. you love him. He's Hicks. Hicks like, is the greatest
1: he he's uh, he is the um Robert De Niro uh to he is he is he is James Cameron's Robert De Niro okay. to Martin Scorsese. Okay. Right. Like he's he's in all sorts of James Cameron movies, but then he just dropped out of nowhere. Like, I don't know why. I think there's a story there. Uh, Probably if I had more research time, I would find out what that story was. But Michael Bain was this guy that was just in like hit after hit after hit and so cool like just such a cool cool actor um and then he just stopped making movies or like he stopped being cast i don't know what happened but i am uh joy over joy uh it came out that he is going to be cast in the second season of mandalorian wow so uh i and not to be known who he is i'm hoping for like just a grizzled old bounty hunter because that's sort of I mean that his that's his archetype at this yeah. point is is to play that type of character. Knowing the Mandalorian, really cool. they'll
0: just it'll just be him, no makeup, and just in very yeah. plain street clothes, and he'll be like,
1: "Hey, an actor." Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, may, I'm I'm even I would be willing to place bets that he's just wearing his normal clothes. yeah, just clothes. normal
0: clothes. They're like, "Do you do any accents?" And he's like, "No, not really." And they're like, ah, "Do one anyways. No. It'll be funny." And there's like a yeah, sp- no,
1: I don't. And then here, and he, no, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. he, that's that's my Michael Vane.
0: Nah, all right, we that. could go into Mandalorian, but we'll save that for another time. You are a fan, though.
1: We'll save that for another time. Oh, Mando! Oh my you're gosh. You're a huge fan. Uh, huge okay, fan. Okay, good. I mean, who who is? I'm not truly. Yeah, no, I am not. You're you're I'll, not. I a take ma- the a fan contrarian
0: point. I speak for all of the little people out there that are scared to have their voice heard. That the Mandalorian is a terrible TV show.
1: Oh my gosh, that's a show in and of itself. I Put know. That for stand behind me, people. Like don't
0: hate me. Rally behind me. I am the voice of truth. No,
1: no, no, no. No, listen, listen, I, he does not represent the views of bobsleds and Banthas <laughs> on this one. It's true. Um, uh, truly, I do not think we can do a, uh, a pro Mando, uh, anti Mando show for at least the first 10 episodes. Okay. Cause we are going to have a precipitous drop in listenership. If we, that do is that.
0: true. So I'll just say it for, yeah, we'll stay tuned for that bloodbath. Let's, it's going to be great.
1: Uh, this is what we're going to okay. do before Mando season two comes out. We're going to do a Mando season one retrospective. Yes. Uh, and we will go through each episode maybe an episode uh per episode per podcast episode I love that idea and uh, and we'll go through what we think about yep. it
0: i'll have five people right. that agree with me and you'll have the rest of the world that agrees with you cuz i know th-
1: And i'll be ca- i'll be carrying the weight of the rest I of the world. I already show know that i'm in the, the minority time. and i'm I'm okay so with curious it. to know why you feel that way but again other than because it's uh, terrible for the sake-
0: i'm <laughs> just joking i mean i'm not joking at all but i really oh appreciate gosh. our friendship so i don't want to like what just going step on here? the ice like really hard on? at the beginning
1: what is i don't know the, show? The, the wheels just came <laughs> off entirely
0: let's move on to this i can't i'm not gonna be able hey, to see this, seen this back next on. topic uh princesses give out cookies at disneyland it's a really
1: happy topic yeah you know what um you take this next one i'm done okay. i'm uh, done do
0: so you want to talk about uh bob chapek and uh, bob iger taking salary cuts
1: yeah, so I mean um big cuts, right? I mean big cuts for big earners. Right. Uh the Disney announced that basically everybody above an EVP has taken 25% pay cut and and it goes up from there and I think um uh Chapek's uh, taken 50% and Bob Iger's foregoing 100% of a salary. You know, I read a story like this and I think like I don't know, is this really a story? I mean, yes, it's it's newsworthy that there are those types of cuts. But when you're talking about those levels of salary, right. does anybody feel like, oh, man, oh, boy, Bob Chapek and Bob Iger, they're really taking this one on the chin for everybody.
0: I had a couple of thoughts, too. If one is most employees of Disney have a single stream of income, and that is their paycheck. Once you break a certain yeah. level of management or prestige in the world, you don't have one source of income. You have many sources of income. Right. So just yeah. your salary taking a dip's one thing. Also the the amount of money Disney does in business, I imagine just the payroll of those people is is not maybe I'm wrong, maybe that's a massive number to them, but I wouldn't imagine I don't know. I, is it all VPs and every like everybody in senior management taking a pay cut?
1: Uh so what I read was it's everybody within the Disney company okay. that's taking that pay cut. I mean everybody in the in the, you know, senior leadership uh, level and up taking that pay cut. But interestingly, if I read correctly, uh, nobody who is a, a executive that came over from Fox is taking that oh, pay interesting. cut. interesting. Because of contractual obligations for for pay levels uh, as a result of the acquisition. Interesting.
0: I, I mean, if the thing that's happening here is they're doing that so they continue to c- pay cast members that aren't able to do their job by no fault of their own, then I'm I'm right. all for that. I mean, I think that's, I wish every company could have a structure which there was that allowance that we can move some money here to continue to pay you because we don't want to lose you and we want to take care of you. Like, I like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, again, you know, sort of going back to the, the topic we had about the ponchos, like this is showing good corporate responsibility. I don't think it's something that, I mean, the cynic in us could say like, well, yeah, but when you're making... Those many millions of dollars a year. What does it matter if you're taking a 50% pay cut for a short period of time? Yeah. But nevertheless, if if that if those pay cuts allow the company to be able to pay its lower earners, yeah. the ones who are theme park workers who are not being able to do remote work, I, I I don't know that that's happening. You know, I'm not sure that that's the purpose here, or whether it's to please shareholders. I would like to believe that this is done in an effort to maintain a workforce. Uh, because and and not have to uh, you know have the result of gigantic layoffs as yeah. a result of uh, coronavirus.
0: I hear you. Discussion. How do you stay Disney connected in a world of disconnectedness? What is what wow? Is this?
1: What a what a fantastic segue. Did you, you just need made. me to do a better uh, segue I, than that? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't see I don't see how there could be a better cleaner. Yeah, it was, yeah, segue. It was good. I mean, truly. Um, What's this? Uh, I well, mean, if you.
0: I want to read your show notes, but it'd be better if you just brought them up organically. Tell me what you do, Scott Storm, to stay connected in a Disney-free world. Uh,
1: well, I guess it's fortuitous that Disney launched its own streaming service, uh, you know, six months before the the world went indoors uh, yeah. and, and we got disconnected. So uh, there's definitely some Disney Plus deep diving that I think is going on. Um, uh, I have you have you other than you know what's on the featured part of the Disney Plus uh, uh, home screen. Have you done any deep dives? (laughs) Yeah. I I have.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. We went back and watched some really old Disney stuff, which I love. I love the old black and white. I can't remember the name of, is it Spin and Marty? Or I don't know what it is. But we went and uh, watched the Mickey Mouse Club. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Uh, And then have watched... Oh, is the old Mickey Mouse Club on Disney Plus? Yeah, not all
0: of them, but enough to, you know, with Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon and... Oh uh, man, I did not it's So know that. good. So we did that.
1: Do they have? Do they have the the new Mickey Mouse Club, the one with the uh, like Britney and Justin? I think and, so. Are, oh wow, that's that's just to see that juxtaposition yeah. would be worth worth going through the the back catalog.
0: Yeah. So we've done some of that, and then checked out a lot of the newer shows. I'll tell you not what my favorite is, but what we've been watching, and those are different things. What what my favorite is, and what we end up actually watching as a family are yeah. are very different things.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, same here. Uh, we. We went through, um, on our last trip down to Southern California, we ended up listening to Swiss Family Robinson on audiobook. Oh, wow. Um, which was pretty awesome. Uh, it was the first time that Is I had- Is it a straight
0: narrative read, or do they uh, voice act it and split the characters up?
1: No, it was, it was a straight narrative okay. read. So, um, but we were all just entranced with it. And it was the first time I had, you know, quote unquote, read that book. Certainly the first time my kids had been exposed to it, but we, we've, we fell in love with it. It's beautifully written. Yeah. And, uh, and so when Disney plus came on, we, you know, I, we talked to them about, they, and they walked through Tarzan's treehouse yeah. and I explained to them how that was a Swiss family Robinson treehouse And, and so they're familiar sort of with this idea of a, of a movie based on Swiss family Robinson. And, uh, and we, we had watched lost in space on Netflix and explained like, oh, this is a futuristic retelling of the story called Swiss family Robinson. So when Disney plus came around, we had have done Swiss family Robinson now and, uh, that's probably my farthest back deep cut that yeah. I've done so far, but super entertaining, just super sweet. I mean, it's there is a a sweetness to those mid 60s movies I love them. Uh, that are just like 100% telling family-oriented tales. Blackbeard's Ghost. Uh, my
0: favorite, like, one of my favorite movies of all time is a movie nobody has ever heard of before, but it's called Snowball Express, and it's about a family okay. that uh, inherits a ski resort or a pre-ski resort, a motel, uh, just about them opening a ski resort as a family, and on there's some hijinks with, like, a drunkard and dumb people in the town, and it's fantastic.
1: And is it on Disney I think laws? it
0: is. I watch it every year oh at least once. Snowball Express.
1: All right, uh, that's that's going on the watch list Yay. for me. I will definitely, um, we should have, <laughs> leading into our Mandalorian retrospective, uh, we we should probably take a look at some uh, Disney Plus Deep Cuts yeah. as well at some point. Um, uh, the, one of the ones that we, uh, my, my daughter ended up watching while she was finding something else to do because she had been done with all of her schoolwork yeah. and we were in between things was um, a show called be our chef, which they just dropped. I think it's its first episode. It's a family cooking competition. Very, very sweet. Um, But it, it spawned a desire in her to start baking uh, Disney themed, like Disney themed meals. Nice. It is nice. Cool, man. It is. I will confirm that as a nice thing. Okay. Um, Are you having those conversations? You know, one of the things that uh, I have with, with my kids all the time, are conversations about the next time we go to Disney, right we can't be there right now, but what about the next time? what's the first thing you want to go on? what's something you you want to experience that you haven't experienced before? Are you having those kind of conversations or are you just sort of uh moving away from those conversations because you don't know when that next yeah we're
0: moving happen? away from them, which is no good. it's almost like people don't want to talk about it and plus, we were there right before it closed, so we were there yeah. a week before it closed, maybe two weeks maybe before before it closed, so we were having those conversations on the drive home. Uh, One of the things that my oldest daughter is looking forward to is not riding rides, which is a huge milestone, I think, in being a Disney parent or having, you know, the the theme parks. When you go through that, I don't know, maybe – 7, 6 to 11 where it's just ride, 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 ride like they literally will not let us yeah. not ride it's just like what's next, you're in line and they're like "What's the? what are the next three rides and how quickly can we get there and I'm like daddy needs like <laughs> a little bit of a break, is okay daddy takes a break and they're like totally, can you take a break in line though old man, like let, we, you can sleep on my shoes, let's go and I'm like I'm really tired, <laughs> I just want to and so <laughs> let's go, keep going, keep going my, uh, my oldest was kind of like it might be nice to just sit on a bench and watch people and I'm like yes, it's, like this is what I've been saying, like let's take an hour and not do anything this This is what I want to do, so we talked a lot about that, and then they closed the park, so we don't have that till but but to. you
1: go, but you go down frequently enough where you can slow down, yeah, like you can say, okay, well, I'm gonna sit on this park bench and we're gonna watch people, and we're gonna listen to the area loop and that sort of thing. I mean, I think that's uh you know you you are able to treat Disneyland as sort of the local area park that a lot of uh, Orange County, Los Angeles folks treat it as, where we don't have to get everything done in this day, because that's we'll come true. back Yeah, do I it don't think really about soon. that a
0: lot, but we do try to access as, as you would access a beach You know, some people go to right. the beach to get in the water and do their activity Some go to just sit, and we can access Disneyland in a way, it's like, I don't really care if I go on an attraction, I've been on all of them a bunch, and I never grow tired of them, but sometimes I just want to yeah. be in the environment. I want to be part of the park. I don't want to experience yeah. the park. I want to be part of it just passively in the corner somewhere. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of where we're
1: at. It, it's interesting because when you are, uh, when you're a new parent, you go at the pace or at least a good parent yeah. should be going at the pace yeah. of their kid. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, the first time I took my kids, it was like, I had to set my expectations that there were attractions I was not going to go on, you know, uh, I I thought if we're we're spending three days here, and if we never leave Fantasyland, I'm gonna be okay right. with that. Like I'm not I'm not gonna hit Haunted Mansion, I'm not gonna hit Pirates, I'm just gonna be okay with Fantasyland, yeah. and I gotta be okay with that. And so you go at that pace, and now you know your kids are coming to your pace of saying, "Hey, our pace is just to slow down a little bit. Like we don't we don't have to go commando right. on this, you know, for uh, from rope drop until closing every single day." Uh, with no stopping like you've gotten to that point where it's like okay well let's enjoy the park right. in the way that Walt sort of designed that park to be enjoyed. that's what's
0: so good about it too is when you do slow down and you just sit you realize like there's so much stuff to still hear and look at and experience from just a bench there's there's a there's an yeah. attraction outside the attraction there's layers of attraction and you will not be disappointed by just listening and looking even if you're not on attraction the Other thing I like about my kids yeah, is and, I tell them how long the wait is, as if that's going to dissuade them. But kids have no concept of time. You're like, oh, it's like ninety minutes, and they're like, oh, we don't care. I'm like, but you're gonna care in yeah. sixty minutes. You're gonna care a lot. What is ninety it's, minutes? Ninety minutes is no, nothing. I don't care. It's four hours. Yeah, we don't care. It seems like a long yeah, time for Dumbo, yeah. though. Like we we don't care. I'm like all
1: right, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Will we get on Dumbo at the end of four Maybe. hours? Yes. Okay, then it's yeah, worth I don't it. know. The ends justify the means. Do you do um? Do you do ride throughs? like do you watch ride throughs Uh on youtube
0: not of things we have not been on before but yeah of ones we have
1: definitely okay so so you will do it for stuff that you have been on before i'm still i'm still really i i i will do ride throughs with the kids for rides that i do not believe we'll be getting on Mm, you know like looking at shanghai yeah oh for sure Right? Like, uh, yeah, well, let's watch Mystic yeah. Manor because the chance of Mystic Manor coming this way is slim to none. And by the time it does, it'll be an experience for you to experience uh, that the ride-through is not going to ruin it Absolutely. You. The but, Tron um, ride over there. And but I but I don't know whether or not I would... Journey to the I center would, of the Earth. Basically, all of Tokyo yeah. Sea, I'm okay yeah. with, you know, <laughs> watch every single ride-through in Tokyo Sea. Uh, everything that is not going to be coming our way to stateside anytime soon. Um, but... I think I'm of the opinion right now that I am okay with watching ride throughs of rides that I've been on, but I don't know that I really want to subject my kids Mm. to it. Like, you know, because they've only experienced say, uh, splash mountain. They've only experienced splash mountain a handful of times. And so for me, like part of the excitement of going to that park is like, I get to go on that again and i get to look at it again you know, in a different and way and that stuff. i haven't looked at it before and so it hasn't it hasn't lost its uniqueness um, that i feel like it hasn't lost its uniqueness to them that i feel like oh yeah let's watch a ride through of splash mountain because who yeah. cares you know um or but have you have you gotten to that point where it's like we've been on this thing so many times that we're just going to watch a ride through because <laughs> we're going to enjoy experiencing the ride even though we can't be there to experience
0: it we the ride. don't uh watch a lot of Disneyland ride-throughs. Uh, we watch them for very specific reasons. So I would never watch a Disneyland ride-through because I missed the ride or anything like that. We'll watch the Haunted yeah. Mansion ones because they change the uh, the gingerbread house every year and we want to go try to see what it was every year. There's some sort of like research yep. involved with it. Uh, but same with the Disney Sea. Those, probably not ever going to ride those. So they're fair game. And then our favorite, or my yeah, favorite, right. I don't know if the kid's a favorite. Uh, I like the... Um, the Dubai theme parks, like the Warner brothers one to do right. the rides are just, you know, they're, they're not up to the same quality standards of like, a, yeah. yeah.
1: Cause you're like, well, yeah. Somebody told them about the idea of a themed dark <laughs> yeah. ride.
0: Hey, have you been on the Barney rubble uh, ride?
1: told them how to execute on a themed yeah. dark ride. It's a lot of, have you seen that? Have you seen that? I think it's a, uh, Ghostbusters uh-huh. dark ride. I think it's in, uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, yes. Emirates, United air, the UAE. Yes. Um, it's like, it's sort of like um I think it's sort of like a Men in Black-ish type of, you know, moving shooting yeah. gallery, but it's so horribly boring. <laughs> yeah. And it's Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's they have the Ghostbusters property and yet it's so <laughs> yeah. boring.
0: There are not there are a lot like that where it's it's like you're in a room and point this laser thing at stuff and here's another room with like a one prop and I I like that kind of shoot this cardboard candy. It's kind of great. I kind of like it. Yeah,
1: it is. It is. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like going to the Jersey shore. Like just like it's, it's one step up from going to the haunted house on the Jersey shore.
0: You want to wrap it up with what you're, what you're currently up to, what you're currently reading, watching or playing.
1: Yeah. Let's, um, let's talk about it. Uh, for me, it is uh we're going through clone wars uh the the newest season dropped but uh my kids had not seen the ending of the original run so we just got through the last season that was actually aired on cartoon network um before netflix had their exclusive season uh so we we finished the ahsoka storyline before going into those so now we're, we're we're going into the netflix season before we go into the Disney Plus season, so uh, Clone Wars. Um, I mean, now that I know that you don't care about Mandalorian, I'm assuming you also hate no, no, Clone I, Wars.
0: I, I, we have not like we've made it through I think a couple of seasons of stuff, but I love the art direction and the stories are yeah. easy enough to kind of pick up and put down. But no, I actually really like it and I love the art style. Yeah,
1: it it's uh it's been fun to go through it with the kids and uh, and man those stories get very very dark uh very heavy yeah. and uh, and mature in places but but still they they do they manage to do that great thing where it's very dark and heady and and dramatic and yet you know my youngest can still can still nice. watch it and we can watch it and i don't feel like i have to do the cover hands thing where i go like my you, know, you got cover hands whenever you need yeah. them buddy and then boom he just grabs on my Aww. hands put him, puts them over his eyes um uh reading my magical journey by kevin rafferty he's a sort of a seminal, uh, imagineer, really enjoyable book. Uh, I could go for a longer review about it at some point. I really enjoy the book, but it also feels like it could have benefited from a little bit more editing. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of like on another story type <laughs> of, uh, type of writing. And uh, it's not that any of the stories aren't interesting. All of her, every single one of his stories is interesting. But I feel like it it could have had more punch if it was just a little bit tighter, uh, but totally worth a read. If you haven't have read not. it, you, you should you should take a look nice. at it. I mean, especially for those with an appreciation of the entire imaginary process. What about you? What about you?
0: The only uh, super fun thing I go on, as you know, I, uh, I, I do a, a fair amount of writing in uh, children's book writing and stuff like that. And uh, so I've been doing that a lot this week, and probably going to be, well, I am going to be doing it in an audio format to some degree. Started working with a voice out over talent out of Ireland, and he is amazing. Uh, He's just such a joy to work with and his voice is insanely good um so i've had a lot of fun this week going back and forth with him on scripts oh, and having really him cool. hold on you have, he is so great i can't wait i'll i'll give you a little taste of the audio next next episode and you'll be like this dude is the jam so it's been really fun working with him and that i'll get you know i'll get information out on that on the
1: show when when it happens
0: yeah awesome. that's about it man
1: awesome so i am a complete consumer and you are a complete creator so i'm really happy to uh to lean into the slovenly stereotype of uh, of just being uh, housebound and binge watching terrible. TV. Yeah,
0: I, I like to binge watch too, but I am a, a consummate producer. I, I am not happy if I'm not creating something. So. Do something that sounds like an outro.
1: So you have been listening to uh, bobsleds and banthas. Um, thank you so much yeah. for listening. Uh, for us, just going off on our flights of fancy and uh, rabbit trails about the things that we love, the things that give us a little bit of pause, uh, and things that give us a little bit of joy from the, uh, you know, the challenges that we're facing as a as a nation as a world. Uh, so I, I, I'm thankful that you joined us uh, for this this time. Uh, I am Scott Storm. Scott Storm,
0: absolute humidity. Where can they find out more about the show? Uh, That's a
1: great question, Aaron. Where can they find Uh, out? more By the time
0: you're listening to this, you can go to bobsledsandbanthas.com. You can follow us on Instagram at BobSledsAndBanthas, and probably any other social platform you want at that exact name, BobSleds. It would be Matterhorn. It would be so awesome if you uh,
1: Tatooine. I'm sorry, I'm I'm stepping on everything you're saying right now.
0: Well, I would really like to see you post the screenshot of this parade thing that you talked about. That's what I would like to be the first picture on our Instagram feed is this Aladdin parade. Is that allowed?
1: Uh, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> sure I could I'm sure I could dig that, that up be, somewhere. That would be the sure first post ever. I love it. I love it. Yes, there will be um, I have no doubt that we'll have uh, plenty of uh Walt Disney's please. Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every
0: day. <laughs> this Saturday